everybody and welcome to the JNMP podcast. My name is Elizabeth Hyden and I'm delighted today to be joined by Dr. Adriana Keogh from the University of Turin. Thank you very much for joining today, Adriana. Thank you very much for the interview. Um, so we're going to be talking about your new JNMP paper regarding the influence of cigarette smoking on ALS outcomes. To start off, I wondered whether we could talk about how much evidence was out there for environmental influences on the risk of ALS and on ALS prognosis, uh, particularly when thinking about personal habits such as smoking. Yeah, well, that, that's a very important question because uh, we know that ALS is an issue uh, of uh, genetics and environment. We have uh, several data about that, in particular uh, on uh, very important study, uh, studies uh, on uh, twins. Uh, but the point is that we don't, we don't know so much about environment. We know a little bit more about the genetics. Uh, there are several uh, possible culprits of ALS and have uh, been studied. There are a lot of papers about that uh, concerning uh, the physical activity, sport, uh, uh, and traumas, uh, in particular head, head traumas. And uh, smoking is one of the most uh, considered in studies. Uh, so we have uh, some data that uh, smoking is, uh, uh, cigarette smoking is a risk factor for ALS in terms of risk of developing ALS. Um, the risk is about, uh, not so, so big, it's about 1%. 1.4, uh, which is not so much, but is significant. We have much uh, less data about the effect of smoking uh, on the survival of ALS. There are uh, very few papers with some indication and not so clear really be- uh, before uh, our paper. So I suppose the distinguishing factor here, of course, is important to point out that your paper studies the effect of smoking on someone's prognosis um, rather than the risk of developing ALS itself. Yeah. 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 The idea was to, 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 to look at that because uh, um, we know that also the phenotype, the phenotypic characteristics of LS are uh, influenced by genetics, but probably they are also influenced, uh, influenced by, by the environment. So smoking was uh, one of the first to study and uh, we had the possibility to do that because we had very good data about smoking in our patients. So it uh, was um, a sort of uh, obliged way of uh, looking if there was any effect of environment on ALS uh, survival. And how did you go about studying the um, prognostic influence of pre-morbid cigarette smoking? Well, the, the first point is that we have uh, a, a very good uh, epidemiological register that started in 1995. So we have uh, a lot of data about our patients because we collected this information since then. Um, we decided to uh, concentrate on the patients after 2007, which is a group that, uh, for whom we have also genetics. Uh, and uh, we looked at the premorbid cigarette smoking uh, we mean uh, premorbid as uh, the patients that will uh, be data before the starting of uh, the motor symptom in, in ALS. So this is uh, the, the point we, we used. So we had about uh, 650 patients in this database uh, to analyze. Uh, of these patients, we have uh, everything uh, about the uh, clinical uh, data. Uh, we have information about uh, PEG. We have information about the non-invasive ventilation in tracheostomy and so on. So we have a, a very, very detailed uh, story of, of these patients. So it was possible to uh, use all this information as covariates uh, for smoking. Okay. And what did you find when, when looking at these patients from your cohort? 
Yeah, the, 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 we found that uh, premorbid smoking had a, a very strong influence of prognosis. Uh, patients who were still smoking at the time of ALS had the uh, worst prognosis. Then there was an intermediate group of patients, uh, the patients that uh, uh, were uh, former smoker, smokers, and uh, there was a group of never smokers. Uh, they were about one third each, so it was quite well balanced. We found that there was a, um, a dose effect, so current smokers uh, were uh, at, at a higher risk of uh, a, um, more, a more uh, fast disease than uh, foreign smokers and then uh, never smokers. Uh, what was uh, particularly interesting in that we looked at uh, the possible confounders, and the most important confounder was uh, the COPD, uh, chronic obstructive uh, pulmonary disease, which is an effect of smoking. We found that COPD was a um, pro- negative pronostic factor for our patients, but that smoking still retained its effect uh, even uh, using uh, COPD as a confounder. So smoking has some effect which is not directly related to the uh, respiration issues. Okay, so it sounds like even with comorbidity or a consequence possibly of smoking, such as COPD, the risk of being a smoker um, still had an influence, an independent sort of negative um, impact on someone's uh, prognosis. Have I understood that correctly? Yeah. So the the idea is that uh, there is an effect of the smoking that is not uh, um, only related to respiration, but is possibly related to some uh, some genetic effect. We know that smoking is uh, a uh, as an effect on uh, on uh, on the DNA, uh, the methylation effect. There are a lot of uh, studies about that, and the methylation modifies the how DNA is uh, tra- uh, translated and transcripted. So possibly there is an effect on that uh, that point that. Uh, has to be studied, uh, um, and now we have also the possibility to study that, both in our population and in other populations. Um, the, what is interesting is that the effect of methylation is, uh, does not uh, disappear after stopping uh, smoking, but some genes uh, re- remains, uh, remain methylated uh, for uh, more than 10 years after the, uh, quitting the smoking. So possibly this, uh, this is a very important effect that we have, and it's independent, obviously, from, um, to, um, uh, from the, the respiratory point of view, uh, which remains very important, but is not uh, only this, uh, this effect. So, I mean, looking at the way you measured um, sort of functional decline, you looked at a mean monthly point, uh, number of points lost on the ALS-FRS, which is the functional rating scale. Um, and it sounds like I mean, it was a more of a sort of global loss of function rather than just respiratory. Yeah, yeah, there is a, there is a, decline, a faster decline in uh, current smokers uh, and also uh, but less in uh, former smokers uh, on ALS-FRS. And it is related to all the all the um, f- subdomains of function of the, the scale, not only the respiratory one, but all, the, all, all of them. Right, okay. Um, and did you look at um, the FET in terms of the amount of smoking? So obviously, I mean, you had them uh, stratified into current smokers, previous smokers and never smokers, but did you ever look at the sort of effect in terms of the amount of a smoker or how much someone was a smoker or is a smoker? 
Yeah, uh, well, but our idea was to have a uh, study independent from the, the number of the, of the cigarettes. Uh, a sort of uh, is a, a, a gonogo study because the idea was to see a, um, the amount, not, not the amount, but the effect of, of, of having a smoker. But um, there is another point. It's very difficult to have a clear uh, count of the number of cigarettes because we know that the, the information that we receive by the patients is not always so um, so um, correct. But any, but we have the data of these patients. We found that uh, a higher number of packs per year is, uh, a, is a more detrimental than a, a lower number of packs per year. But we have the data of about 500 of these uh, 650 patients, so we did, did not put that in the, in the analysis. Okay. Anyway, there is a, a there is an effect. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and keeping that in mind, I suppose that this is the first study of its of its sort of kind in terms of looking at the prognosis um, effect. Uh, how would you suggest sort of clinicians move forward in terms of things like you know should we be recommending cessation of smoking to to patients with ALS? Yeah, well, it's, it's difficult to say to a physician, uh, well, you can still smoke. Usually we are uh, accustomed to say, please quit smoking uh, for every disease, not of only for ALS. But in the case of ALS, now we have a clear indication that smoking is detrimental. So if a patient is still smoking, uh, we always say to the patient, please stop smoking because that's, uh, that, that can be uh, very negative for you. Uh, and we know if a patient still smokes during the disease, there is also the respiratory effect because smoking increased the number of secretions. So mm. anyway, it's negative uh, besides the, uh, the, what we have found in our, in our study. Yes. So please stop smoking. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Thank you so much for that. Um, that, that was really fantastic. And it will, of course, accompany the, the paper that will be published in, in coinciding with this release. So thank you very much for taking me the, ti- the time to speak to me today. Yeah, thank, thank you for the question and for uh, having selected the paper for the uh, podcast. No problem. So that was Professor Adriano Keogh from the University of Turin, and we were discussing his new JNMP paper, which is available now on jnmp.bmj.com, uh, regarding the influence of cigarette smoking on ALS outcomes. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Mm-hmm.